Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. Once the Jewish people were stateless, once the Jewish people were defenseless, no longer. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. Like Hamas uh, brought not only terror, but sheer evil. Sheer evil. Welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. This episode brings you news brief from our latest article in the Neoliberal Journals at the Neoliberal Corporation's mobile magazine website, theneoliberal.com. The article is on the Israel-Hamas conflict entitled Israel's Pledge to Eradicate Hamas, Unpacking the Complex Reality of Unresolved Histories and resistance. Again, the title of the latest article in the neoliberal journals at theneoliberal.com is Israel's Pledge to Eradicate Hamas, Unpacking the Complex Reality of Unresolved History, Unresolved Histories and Resistance. Here is the article. In recent headlines, Israel vows to obliterate Hamas. But the question arises, how can you send bombs to obliterate an ideology? Joining me in the studios, of course, is Dante Nelson. Welcome. It's good. Um, we've, I've been talking at length all day on this particular article, um, on this particular issue and have been doing research and preparing for this particular, um, this particular brief. But the article is entitled again, and let me take my time with it. It's Israel's pledge to eradicate Hamas, unpacking the complex reality of unresolved histories and resistance. Now, in the article, I, I say in recent, in recent headlines, which was published earlier today, not about around five, about six o'clock today, October 11, in recent headlines, Israel vows to obliterate Hamas, and in the latest podcast episode on the neoliberal round, you can um, you I, I, we actually published an article yesterday on this particular issue. But the question arises: If Israel vows to obliterate Hamas, the question arises: How can you send bombs to obliterate an ideology? Hamas is not confined to a physical location. It's an because it's an ideology deeply ingrained in its supporters. They perceive themselves as justified fighters against what they view as Western invasion, symbolized by Israel's ongoing occupation of their lands. Hamas has a presence not only in Gaza and Palestine, but also in Syria, Egypt, Iran, and various other regions. Their coordinated military response in a recent attack caught the world by surprise. Now Israel's response has been Israel's response has been indiscriminate, hitting civilian areas without apology, and showing a disregard for the rule of law. Additionally, 
the involvement of Hezbollah in the Middle East has heightened the region's instability as it has historically been. Now, to understand this complex situation, we must trace back to 1944, when the most powerful nations came together to reorder the world according to their goals. By 1947, Israel was created, carving out what Palestinians regarded as the best part of their land. The Bandung Conference in 1955 marked a gathering of the weakest and controlled peoples, discussing their pursuit of independence. However, the 1980s saw a shift towards neoliberal globalization. In the 1990s, the US offered Palestinians a semblance of freedom in an attempt to make amends for the land lost during Israel's takeover. The intervention of powerful countries granted the, Palest the Palestine Liberation Organization PLO the opportunity for nationhood. However, however, Hamas and others were not convinced by the idea of outsiders granting them freedom as if their freedoms were contingent upon external approval. Consequently, the peace achieved during this period proved to be transient. In recent years, under the leadership of Prime Minister Netanyahu, Israel has extended its Jewish settlement. In, in fact, not in recent years, but recently, Neten the Netanyahu government have been, has been extending its Jewish settlement into Gaza and parts of Palestine. Disregarding existing um, treaties and encroaching further into Palestinian territories. This expansionism has prompted a coordinated response from Hamas. Now, these intricate dynamics are explored in my book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance, and in my upcoming second book, Neoliberal Globalization Reconsidered, Neocapitalism and the Death of Nations. You may also visit the lectures in Caribbean Thought via our YouTube or podcast channels exploring independence, freedoms, and resistance. These multifaceted issues continue to shape the conflict between Israel and Hamas, reminding us of the complexities of the Middle East and the ongoing quest for lasting peace. Now, um, they, there, as it relates to, there has been news um, regarding Harvard University. People have been criticizing Harvard, the, uh, Harvard University's administration for being lackadaisical in their response to some students, students or student groups who have expressed um, their opinion as it relates to this Israel-Hamas um, conflict. And in a sense, they have been a bit sympathetic on, towards the Palestinians. And people are coming out against that, say, calling it anti-Semitic, so on and so forth. And Harvard should 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 um, should speak out against it, so on and so forth. And but I'm but the thing is, there, <laughs> the the president of Harvard responded saying that, I mean, the students are free to express their opinions. We live in a and that's the beauty about America. Okay, they are free to express their opinions. They are free to express their opinions and the students and so, so the student and there are students who feel strongly about what is going on in, in Israel and 
around and in that, that particular region. And there are those people who have strong feelings about it. Earlier, I heard a congressman saying that they're going to make a parking lot into Palestine. That's the kind of language. But when you study the history of Palestine, you understand the sim um, what is going on and how these people are willing to do any and everything to take, to take back their land. And um, I've had a, a conversation with you about it. And the, the way in which we respond, we have to be very... It's a very complex issue what's going on in the Middle East. It resembles what's going on in South Africa where, where, where Europeans came and invaded part of Africa and took over their land and created a whole nation. Yes. And, and not only that, created and created apartheid and killed off all the black people and there was no, and there was no response. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and I think some, I th well, I'm telling you that some of the people who live in the region, like those in Hamas, they, they feel justified in their attack, in their, what they're doing now. Of course, I am against violence. There has to be a way in which we, in order for, yes, but, but the thing is, what is so complex about this issue? And I'm going to read a poem. I mean, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to provide a response. A straightforward and a, and a direct response. I'm not gonna because I don't want to be called an either way or the other way because people have a tendency. You know, you are free to. Earlier, the congressman said you are the, the same congressman who said, "Oh, we're going to flatten um, Palestine." It's the same congressman that said people are free to say whatever they want to say, but that's not true. You are free to say whatever you want to say depending on what you're saying. Okay. Be depending on what you're saying because if you speak if you if you speak against if you if you are too sympathetic towards palestinians or if you okay based on the history that we know about okay then you're branded as anti-semitic okay but it's okay to say you're, you you're gonna flatten the palestine palestine it's, that's fine that's okay you know what i mean uh, but you know i'm not i so i'm not going to respond one way or the other Okay, I will tell you, yes, I'm against violence, but I'm going to say to you, um, the issue that, the particular issue right now going on that's happening in Iran, or sorry, in Gaza, is a very complex, is a very complex yes, issue. It's, complex. it's complex. And if you were following the con my article just now, you would understand what I'm talking about. But, and in fact, you won't even understand it until I read the poem. I have a, I wrote a poem earlier which is going to be part of the new book, but I am... What is I, the title of the poem? Oh, okay, I can give you the title of the poem, actually. The title of the poem, of the poem, I'm, I'm American, say poem. Yes, poem. <laughs> <laughs> a true story in prose to ponder. A true story in prose to ponder. So that's how I will... A true story in prose to ponder, because you have to put... A true story and I said and by the way earlier I said what's going on in in the Middle East there will never be a resolve there will never be a resolve unless unless some excuse me unless hold on a second Mid, whatever peace you can broker in the Middle East it will not last unless it involves the Israeli leaving <laughs> going back going back to wherever they came from in 1947 unless it involved and that is what hamas and one side is saying 
while Israel is saying, no way in, on, there is no way in this life where we're living. Okay. In fact, this land is our land from, from even two, from 2000, from 4,000 years ago or whatever the case might be. That was our land. Okay. All right. So there is this antagonism. Okay. Because they're saying, well, and that's, you no, know, that is our land. And so it become the issue become an issue of property. Okay. The issue is an issue. And I talk about the issue of property earlier when we talk about preserving heritage and the importance of preserving heritage and reclaiming what was lost and so forth. Reclaiming what was lost. So Hamas is, and if you follow the lecture, Hamas feels as though they are reclaiming what was lost. Okay. While Israel is there because they feel as though they are reclaiming what was lost hundreds of thousands of years ago. While there are some people who feel, no, that's not true. You weren't even, you are, weren't even the, the people who were there back then. Okay. You guys are a new set of people. Okay. You guys weren't even the people that were there back then. You are a new set of people. You guys are only there because, wait, you guys are only there because Western country, because West country after 1944 um, sought to post, to um, find a way, it's to, that's their way of posturing to create a particular, a particular posture and to control the world, to reorder the world and to keep a presence in certain aspects of the world. So they recreate an Israel. Okay, where they can create strategic positioning. There are those who have that argument. Let me tell you, this is deep. But I will, I will, I will respond to you by reading this story, a true story in prose to ponder. That's coming up next in the Liberal Run podcast. I will read just that with background music. With background music. Yes. But, I, I, but before I close this episode, before I wrap up, there is some news update on the Israel-Gaza conflict. Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin, Benjamin Netanyahu, has declared war against Hamas. That we know. And today, Gaza is out of electricity. Thousands are displaced and or killed. The death toll on both sides has risen to over 2,200 people. Um, has risen to over is, over 2,200 people have, to be, have, have been killed as Israel retaliates with firepower, killing over 1,200. Because Israel killed 1,200, the other side killed about 900. But you know, the other side killed 900, it ha Israel have to retaliate, killing 1,200. They have to kill more. Um, 22 Americans, 22 Americans totally, um, sorry, I mean, I wrote this article, I'm seeing some errors in my updates here. 22 Americans totaling, um, the 22 Americans are missing, possibly held as hostage, hostages by Hamas. President Biden spoke to the US and the Jewish community assuring that all is being done to return peace to the region and to bring Americans trapped or held as hostages home. U.S. top diplomat Secretary of State Anthony Blinken left D.C. earlier today to travel to Jordan to meet with Israeli leaders to get on the ground details of the situation and to provide and show support for Israel. Now, other countries and groups have joined the fight against Israel, Hezbollah and Syria, etc., Hamas remains defiant, and the region poises itself for another major conflict. Just so you know that the neoliberal, the neoliberal Run podcast is a production of the neoliberal corporation that is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges by making popular what was the monopoly. Visit us at theneoliberal.com and renaldocmackenzie.com, and please remember to donate to the show by going to anchor.fm/slash/theneoliberal/slash/support. We're available on all major streams. 
what good. Oh, and by the way, this article is available in renologymckenzie.com and the article that we did yesterday is available um, entitled uh, is, is Iran's Covert Strategy, Billions and Frozen by US, then Coordinated Attack on Israel and the Secret Meetings with Russia, China and North, Mer and North Korea. That's available in the in renologymckenzie.com at the Naila Post. What good?